And now we've got like a retail business which has three parlours, about to be four. Um, I mean, I was literally going around like every day, like doing like four events a day, like it was crazy. Hardest things I've, you know, I've tried to battle. Um, I'm finally getting there now, not there, but finally getting there, um, you know, managing the team. Hello, welcome back, Henry. Thank you very much, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Busy, busy. It's been as a while always. as well, isn't it? Been a while, mate. Yeah, um, heat wave just, you know, heat wave and ice cream goes well together. So, I've I, been, know, I didn't even been think slammed. of that. I didn't yeah. even think of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been crazy, mate. Like it's, it's worked out well though, but it's been absolutely chaos, mate, in a good way. I bet it's quite nice timing now as well because you've just opened up your third parlour, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So Westwood Stratford launched um, a few weeks ago, about a month ago now, I think. Um, and yeah, no, it's it was perfect timing. Literally, the heat wave came as that opened. Mm. And yeah, it's just been, yeah, all, all the parlours have been really well. Events, you know, everyone's like in their office hot, so everyone's been booking us in, coming to their offices, cooling down. Um, that must have just got hectic. But were people wanting it like ASAP though? Like, oh yeah, yeah can you come in? Yeah, yeah, we, tomorrow? like on average, we would literally be getting a couple of days notice max. Um, but we can do it, like we we can pivot quite quickly and like we've got, yeah, we have the ability to literally turn around and go anywhere in the UK pretty much within one day notice. So we were doing stuff literally, yeah. I think during the heat wave, we were doing like 10 events a day. Um, normally, it's like a couple events a day. So yeah. literally, it went straight up, 10 events a day, got the team together, and everyone's just like jumping in. I bet everyone's hot as well, working the events. Like, yeah, is it yeah, me? Yeah, Do I yeah, have yeah. to go? Yeah, yeah. Now, luckily, it's ice cream, so it's not that bad. Um, you know, you just give, give yourself a little ice cream roll, cool yeah, yourself true. off. Yeah, true. I guess you have that perk. But yeah. if anyone's listening to watching that doesn't know what Pan and Ice is, what, what is Pan and Ice? So Pan and Ice, um, so I launched it back in 2015. It's a uh, basically ice cream rolls made off frozen plates. So you have a cold pan, you pour on cream, you add in your favourite toppings, Oreo, Nutella, you know, strawberries, whatever you want, chop it all up and you get fresh ice cream rolls. Um, so yeah, launched in 2015. Then we grew up from there, really. We started off at festivals and events. Um, then I went into retail. So we had our first ever place in Bristol, it was like a truck, and then it grew out of there into London. Um, and now I'm cutting a massive amount here, but now we've got like a retail business which has three parlors, about to be four. Um, we've got an events business which does those are corporate events all around the world, so that's literally now, yeah, an international business. Um, and then we've also got a e commerce business which is like at home ice cream machines, so yeah. you can basically, I've got one, yeah, you do exactly, yeah, so you can do your pan and ice at home um, and that was launched because of covid fine okay because i remember seeing you i think the first time i saw because obviously we've known each other a while because mm. i worked at the co-op and we co-op. lived in the same village <laughs> yeah. and everything like that we went for that last time but um i think I, my first time i saw you was even at mahiki's or Reading festival yeah we did I yes know which one was, i was speaking to your about the Reading festival one yeah. not long after it happened we so you, you saw us at Reading festival yeah my word we were busy there yeah yeah we were busy I that was imagine. good we did that two years in a row um that's quite a while back now but that was unbelievably busy. Um, mm, it was like 2016, yeah. 2017, around then? Yeah, so we started 2015, yeah, and the second summer we did the bigger festivals. So the first time we didn't do them because they were too big. And then, yeah, we did that, and I think we did it for two years. I actually tried, funnily enough, I tried to do Reading Festival, literally. I think it's this, is it this Next weekend. This weekend. So, yeah. I, I literally just put my story on my, my mum last year. Yeah. So I was like, oh, do I want to go? Oh, it's not, when's it going to be? Oh, it would have been by the time this yeah, comes no, out. Yeah, no, I think we were going to gonna do it this summer, which is a bit too busy. So I think next summer we're going to do Reading Festival again. I want to. We kind of stopped doing festivals the last few years because yep. it just got too hectic and we focused on other things. But 
I do miss I do miss going to festivals. We did a couple this summer. We did a Wilderness and mm-hmm. We Are Festival. We did okay, a, nice. We Are was I like saw a that. partnership with yeah. Pretty Little Thing and then Wilderness was just like our own festival. And mate, they were both unbelievable. So it kind of like gave me the excitement to do more. So I think next year we want to do like Glastonbury. Um, we're going to do like a full festival calendar, Fine. which would be awesome. Have you been to Glastonbury? Oh, I haven't, no. It's I actually sold, I sold my ticket. I was gonna, uh, Me and my girlfriend, we had tickets to go. Um, and I sold them. Because like, I, I was so annoyed. I think I went just before COVID and it was mental. Oh, you've been? Oh, really? Yeah. Steps was on like 40,000. Apparently, apparently it's just another level, like... It's another world. Oh yeah, like you, city. If you if you think you've got someone on at like two o'clock, you're gonna see and someone on at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, and they're different stages. See, and apparently if you like lose someone, that's it. You can't find them. For oh yeah, we day. lost a mate for a whole day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's not even that like you have no service. It's like you could be like miles away from each other, that's and they're mad. like, oh, I'll just I'll meet you later, and I'm like, you're on your own. That's mad. But like it's, there, it's a bit different. I think I went to wireless this year as well. Okay. You can't really get lost there, but you wouldn't want to get lost there. Yeah. As well, compared to like Glastonbury, okay. everyone's a bit more... Different, different crowd at Wireless. Wireless, yeah, wireless, a, bit, yeah. a bit different. Yeah, but yeah. Glastonbury, if everyone's there, like they're just having a bit of a laugh. Wireless, you still get those big groups of lads that are yeah. just still looking for scraps and everything yeah, like yeah. that. I was just, yeah, I was avoiding that at all costs. Like, <laughs> it's a bit, bit of you then, mate. Yeah, no, nah, not really. The amount of like fake Louis Vuitton bags you see and stuff like that. I'm thinking, who brings like a Louis Vuitton rucksack with them to a festival? Like, it's just, it's like, I think it was the, it was the heat wave though. Okay. So it was like 34, 33 degrees in a car park in Birmingham. Mate, we, when I was at Wilderness, we, I think it was like a heat wave then, mate. My tent, I remember waking up one morning and oh my word, mate, I was just like sweating. Yeah. So, it, so I can't do it anymore, mate. It's oh, so sh- you, you hot. camped? We, 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 we did the glamping. Um, okay, fine. You weren't in like but a mate, it's still, tent. It's still yeah. the same, mate. Like it's still like, it's one of those teepees and it's like, you wake up and you're literally like, I couldn't breathe, mate. I was like, open the door. <laughs> I don't so miss hot. that because I always think when I think of camping, I think like running festival. Yeah, so you're, you're like mate, that, as well. When you're yeah, like 16, 17. Mate, oh, that was disgusting, mate. That's like a swamp. You wake up strong by dark fruits. That's what it was back in the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we we woke up once, mate. We were I don't know about you, but we went when it was literally the worst weather, mate. We yeah. were literally in a stream, like. Our tent, we woke up and it was just a stream running through the middle bit That's of our tent. That's the best part, though. And everyone was like sliding in the mud. I was always avoiding that a bit. I, to be fair, I was one of those ones that just went home like every two days for a shower. Yeah, and I mean, mate, we live around the corner, so it's easy. Yeah, and like, all your mates are like, can I, can I come back to yours for a shower? I'm like, no, nah, man. <laughs> start charging them. I know people that live like around the corner from it and they'll just start charging their yeah, mates for a shower. 100%. 100%. Or like they'll be like chatting to someone, they'll be like, yeah, you can have a shower mine, 20 quid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah, I probably would actually do the same. But then again, like they had a shower like downstairs, like a garage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they can kind of get away Second with it. Second grace, yeah. Yeah, you don't really get that, like, yeah. Henley Regatta, do you? Nah. <laughs> Imagine if that was camping. Henley Festival. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, obviously, I haven't been to there. That's good. It. It's a good laugh. I haven't done that, or I haven't done Rewind either. Rewind, I think, is for the old, older generation. Yeah, I feel like I'd like that one more. Yeah, potentially. I feel like it's a bit more of a vibe. We should go. That's this, that's this weekend as well. Is it? I literally oh. drove through Henley today, and I saw the signs for it, Rewind. It's, I don't get what it is with Henley and events. Like they just have like nothing, and then two months. Yeah, I know. Every weekend goes or mad. something goes mad. Yeah, it's a bit. Because you did you did regatta as well, didn't you? We did regatta. Yeah, did that. I think we did that for two years inside the Mahiki. Yeah. That was more of a. Um, I think back then we were saying yes to things just because they seemed they seemed cool. Was that um, a nice one though? Because obviously you're local ish to Henley. Yeah, yeah. It's like doing something in your. It is nice. It was nice for like more like, but more just to like in a showy-offy way like yeah, not yeah, in, yeah. in terms of like business like it's actually I would never ever do it again like 
realistically, people that go to Mahiki do not want ice cream. No, um, yeah, they yeah, want they course. want a greasy frozen burger. cocktails though. Yeah, frozen cocktails. There we go. Yeah, they could they could potentially do that. Although I'm not sure if Mahiki would like that. It's a bit of competition. They but already do it, don't they? Yeah, they do it. So in in the pineapples, um, oh, mate, they are they are horrific to hold. <laughs> oh, I, I went this year, and you just see people getting yeah. like dashed on their head and stuff. Yeah, they're just squished everywhere all over the floor. <laughs> like these oh, pineapples. It's, it's also, oh, do you know what? I hate it. We did it for social two years ago just after COVID and it was like a bit of a deal going on so I was okay. like oh we'll take the whole team we'll just yeah, the yeah. tables and everything this year I think the price went up like 100% I was yeah. like I'm not doing that out of COVID mate that would have been during COVID when you went yeah yeah and it was more restricted numbers and everything like that oh no oh, it was, mate it was horrible let's not say that word yeah no I've, I, I can't stand uh. it but I guess with COVID as well it's kind of hell it might have helped you a little bit because obviously you you were doing the parlours and everything but then yeah. the e-commerce side came yeah, exactly, a lot more that. from that yeah, yeah literally it was Obviously, yeah, the, the business before COVID was the parlours and the events, which is both physical, so they stopped. Um, and then I basically had some time to think about what we can do to keep the business moving forward. So that's when I launched the DIY kits. Yeah. Um, and it gave me a lot of time. I put all of my energy into that. So I was literally, I moved back home for a few few months whilst COVID was on, saved some money. Um, and then, yeah, just put all my time into that and then developed this DIY kit. And then, mm. yeah, I mean, it's it's turned out to be one of the main parts of the business, especially around Christmas. Like, people always say to me, like, that must be so amazing during summer or, like, what do you, do you yeah, sell anything during Christmas? It's like, honestly, like 90% of our sales from that product are Christmas. It doesn't um, surprise me that, cause I remember, I think, just before the podcast, last time I got one, I think it came down yeah. after the podcast. And then me and my yeah. family were just having them all the time. yeah. And I think you released another new one, then you've released yeah. another new one since then. There's been so many really, yeah, we're constantly like updating it. Um, it's not where I want it to be yet. There's loads of changes I want to make to it in the future, but we've just released a new electrical one, yeah. which is like slick. It's such a slick product. Mm. Um, we basically built that product to hopefully one day be in, you know, like your John Lewis, you know, of course. your big stores, um, because it's it's the quality of it's unbelievable and it actually works really well. You can, you know, it's so versatile as well. Like it's not like a normal ice cream machine where you have to like, prep your ingredients, put it in the bucket, and then wait, you know, six hours. Yeah. This, you literally plug it in, turn it on, pour in your cream, and you make fresh ice cream, like, on demand whenever you want. Mm. And that's, like, that's what we're trying to get across to people, the fact that there is no waiting time. And it's one of the only machines where you can literally make instant ice cream. Yeah, because I've seen them online, and then I thought, Do you know what? I was like, this is going to be all over TikTok again. Yeah. Obviously, TikTok's massive for you guys, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, yeah. I think I saw there's still one million, or is it 1.1? 1. 1? Yeah, just, I've not checked it recently, but just just hit 1 million yeah um, it'd be nice if, is it 1.1 now I, I'm, 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 I checked, I'm not going to say it in case it's not but <laughs> no but yeah no we've got a basically that, that pretty much the reason why we've gone done so well on TikTok recently is we've just hired this amazing guy called Joe mm-hmm. um, I, I've seen you yeah. slapping him with a rap yeah yeah, yeah I slapped him with a rap <laughs> oh no that's so bad I went way too hard um, HR you're lucky you haven't <laughs> yeah. got HR it was his idea though so oh, he, he came right. to, he brought the raps and came to me so you know had to, had to do what had to be done so um, it annoyed yeah. you that day he said something <laughs> like a little comment you were like I was like you sure you want to play this game with me mate because <laughs> he was like tapping me I think yeah I saw scared. it and he like paused at the start I was like, yeah he, I ripped the tortilla as well you went easy he went easy on you to be yeah, fair and I saw no. yours and I was like yeah like, no you can see ya. <laughs> best way to do it though yeah but he's mate he is class man he's so good like he just gets it like I personally do not I don't enjoy creating TikToks mm. um anything like that and I've I tried to force myself into it before and I, this is naturally not me so I yep. knew I had to get someone who's down with that like a Gen Z creator themselves who just loves that and that's Joe and he's just he's just smashed it like all of our socials he just gets it understands yeah. the audience and I think the audience are like 
you know, since starting, you know, everything's just got better across socials. And then when socials do better, we get more event inquiries, we get more sales on the DIY and more people come to the parlour. So just it's an, ha, social media has just has such a good positive impact on our business. Because mm, all, all the TikToks always come off of mine and everywhere mm. I go now and and you've got one of the parlours, I always go there and I always get one, I always take a photo. Yeah, exactly. We were just speaking about the, the Manchester event that I went to, but before, the day before, we yeah. went to Selfridges. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You sent me a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of them was, I think it was the Oreo Nutella one. Yeah, the Oreo Nutella. Yeah, that's called the uh, You Know You Want It. Yeah, I don't think I've branched out. I think that's the one that I've yeah. always had. That's the best. That's the best seller. We always try to beat it. That's the that's the OG, though. That Literally, that was probably the first flavour I thought of, like, what the two most popular things that like Oreo and Nutella putting together. Well, I remember that because when I used to work at the co-op and you used to live in, like, when we were that younger, used to come by, Oreo Nutellas. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the time, like daily. And I'm like, this is so weird. When you worked at the co-op then was probably when I used to like, when I first started. 2014 to yeah. 2016. So 2015. I mean, that's, so when I first started and didn't have a machine, I didn't know what the machine was. I used to get baking trays and like get dry ice, put them underneath and then run down to the co-op and buy like yeah. milk, Oreos, like all these different chocolates and try and make it. I remember when every time he was coming, I used to always be like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. Yeah. And one day I was just like, just curious, what are yeah, you he's doing? He's not too like, fat, that guy. Where's that all yeah, going? And you were like, oh, I've got an ice cream company. Yeah. I was like, fair enough. I was like, I didn't really want to yeah. ask the questions at that point. I was just like, right, okay. Yeah. I mean, there are some interesting things that happened in that shop. It wasn't the most interesting thing, but yeah. like, it was, it was like weird interesting, but there's, there's some um, characters really? where we live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to say exactly <laughs> where, but... Yeah, it's, it's built, but I, I always remembered that. So I always find it really nice when I see the TikToks, when I see on LinkedIn, yeah. and I see little things, the events. Like I've got a list here of just some of the companies you work to. It's like Google, Grey Goose, mm. Mini, Pretty Little Things, Sony, Android, Facebook, Amazon, Boohoo, Joe Malone, Rolls Royce. I mean, that mm. list could probably go on, mm. go on for ages. And I, I feel like it's it's mental when I look back at. I remember serving you the the yeah. Oreos and everything like that. To now looking at what's sort of happened, Mate, it's crazy. Literally, I mean. <laughs> We've literally worked with so many brands, and even to like to this day, like it's just amazing. Like, yeah, like every day, new brands coming on board. Um, mm. and I think that's testament to like we've the brand we've got, we've developed is so cool. We're in the best locations, um, and it just kind of snowballs eventually. Like, yeah. um, as of recording this podcast, we've literally just got. I'm going out to New York on Friday for a month. Um, we're doing the nice. US Open out there, so the US cool. Tennis Open. And I love tennis as well. So that's sick. We just got that. And like, it's, and then we're doing live golf out in America, and like, it's just so cool. Like, see, we're now internationally getting known, and like, yeah. people want us internationally. Like, um, it's just yeah, and that's what I love. I love that. I love personally the travel side of it. So yeah, of that's what I really want to focus on moving forward. Like the international expansion part of it. Mm. Um, we'll definitely get that. How how do you find do you stay level headed with it? All? Because obviously you must yeah. get some points where you think oh, I'm working with Rolls Royce or something like that, or you might name something you're working yeah. with. Yeah, like, I grew up loving that brand or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. sort of buying their stuff at the start I, I was like a little kid I think it was like all so exciting I mean now I've, I've been I mean, I doing it for seven and a half years so I'm a lot more like level headed with everything now. yeah you must get I, used to it a bit. yeah I've got I have got used to it and also I think it's just important to not get too carried away with things and keep your eye on the ball you know yeah it's cool we're working with so and so but what is that actually doing for us yeah of um, course. So people like talking the big game but like it's all just talk like let your actions speak louder so like yeah, it's like more, but I'm more about now, like what is that, what's the tangible positives coming out of that yeah. experience or that partnership, etc. That's what I care more about now, not just who we work with. Yeah, no, I definitely must have asked you this last time, but I still want to know now. Mm. Who, who's most favourite person, like recently, that you've served an ice cream to? Not like company, like individual, where you've been a bit like, uh, I've actually given you an ice cream, like you're yeah. eating my product. Oh, wow. 
Pro- probably Amelia from Chicken Shop Day is on. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she was in LA. And it's when I was in LA, launched doing events out she's, there. She's my favourite ever person. I've yeah, I said it on here before. Well, she she did a something with us years back. The chicken, um, the chicken nugget one. The chicken nugget one at yeah, the Parlour in Westfield. And yeah, it was she's, Jake, wasn't it? Jake yeah, with it. Jake. Yeah, so Jake used to work with me. I was, I was, so he he did it with her, which is awesome. And I saw her out there. Actually, in LA, there were some unreal people that I served. Um, a lot of influences that, and they're, they're quite younger, but like. Like with Taylor Holder, Charlie Jordan, you know, really. You, went to his, really you did his album launch as well, didn't you? Yeah, I was or there. Yeah, launch, yeah, at his house. Yeah, so he, he was like, he loved the ice cream. So yeah, all of that that group was they were so cool. Um, but mate, yeah, like all the time would. Oh, like God, I couldn't even. When people ask me that, it's just like a blur because there's so many, there's so many people. Yeah. Um, no, I know. Um, he's the amazing entrepreneur. Oh, you'll know him. It's going to come to me. Um, uh, Gary V. Oh, okay. Gary yeah, V. Yeah, 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 that's cool. I, I didn't f- personally serve him, but I find him irritating. Yeah, really. Let's hope he doesn't watch this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he does, then at least he'll share it. So, but no, I don't know what it is. I don't, like, I don't know if it's the like the hustle porn kind of stuff. Like, yeah, 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 and everything like that. I yeah. think it's actually quite a negative thing. Yeah. sometimes I'm not personally aligned with any of that at all. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. not it's, me. But um, he's a cool guy to be. He's, done, he's done well. Yeah. Um, I respect that. But yeah, like he he had once that was pretty cool. Um. Yeah, man. But I guess those people there, when we talk about the international expansion side of things, mm. they must be so helpful when it comes to people seeing that the Taylor Holden, like you did the party for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People see that there and they think, okay, well, I want to try that. And then. Yeah, no, it's. it's like, when we were doing all those events in LA, like we like the influx in events, like so many people started messaging us and it, it does have a massive effect. Um, you know, again, like there's also, you know, there's only so amount of free events you can do. You also need to, don't know. Yeah, You've of got course. To keep switched on you can't get carried away with it all and you've got to like look at step back and think these people actually need to pay me eventually <laughs> i need to get yeah, there needs to be something coming from it um so you know yeah again that's what i was, I was trying to keep myself level-headed when i was out there because i was like meeting celebrities doing these crazy events but then what is the actual objection yeah the, i the guess objection if someone here. like that says oh would you do this event for exposure yeah, yeah. Think, yeah of course of course of well course, obviously of yeah course, like, I'm ha- obviously some people definitely worth it but then other people just expect it um and it, it's interesting, like the mentality out there, everyone expects everything for free. Like people just send you a message, like an influencer, with loads of followers, and they just say, hey, and they, they literally expect you to come back saying, come, like, like, let we'll me come, serve your ice cream. Yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll come to your house right now and make your ice cream. Like that's that's the mentality of mentality of it out there. Um, I mean, I was literally going around like every day, like doing like four events a day. Like it was crazy. Mm. But then um, then I had to like step back and think, right, well, we, we actually need to keep our eyes on the ball here and focus a bit. But that must be massive now because the demand out there must be. Oh yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that's why we're going to New York um, next week. But yeah, there's so there's so much demand out there. We're currently like more working on building a team out there um, nice. because obviously it's other side of the world pretty much. So yeah, we need to focus on building the team so we can. I mean, ob- the idea is I would eventually move out there, be able to stay out there for you know large periods of the year. Yeah. Um, to grow it and you know get an office, develop a team out there like I've done in the UK out there. And the Middle East as well. I see those as my two like main markets: America, and Middle East. Yeah, massively. I get, it's, it's difficult to try. To, I speak to quite a few people that have companies and they have offices in America mm. and England, and trying to manage both. Yeah, it's, it's, it depends it's where hard. in America you are. Like New York, like it's kind of far in the time difference. But you go somewhere like LA. Yeah, it's you're no, working. It's in. madness. Like you're, you're. Yeah, the, the time difference is crazy. Um, it's very different out there, though. Like. Yeah, I struggle to get my head around it. It's also very like it's interesting. You feel so small out there mm. in LA. Like I've never been to like New York, so but you feel so small and irrelevant. Like there's like, these little kids that are just 
don't do anything. They just chill at home and they've just got millions of followers and just it's mental, this. isn't it? And it's just like, what is going on? Like I'm working so hard and mm. they're just like, yeah, it's just different level. Um, and everyone expects everything free out there. It's all about who you know out there. And like, you know, like everyone, it's all about like how many followers you have. It's quite a little bit superficial, mm. um, which I wasn't too sure on. Um, but yeah, it's all interesting. I think it's just, I need to understand that, you know, there's areas more. Yeah, um, see, I've, I've got something about LA. I really want to go there. And then every person I've said about it to, they said the exact same thing. And I'm like, yeah. oh, is it putting me off going? And I'm like, I'll go. Yeah, I mean, and then definitely experience it. Like, I'm, I'm not put off it. I'm just, I just need to, I, I've, un, I've something to understand it more and I've managed my expectations of it. Um, yeah. Like, it's not, I would, I would also, like, in terms of your mental health, I think it's a really poor place to go. Yeah, like, so I've it's heard that. Extremely, it's again the materialism, materialistic side of it, and um, that showy side of it. It's yeah, it's not, it's not great for your mental health. I don't think. It's a few restaurants I want to go to there, like, like Boa. Boa, yeah, like Catch LA. And, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I'm just there, like, just, it's so expensive. It's, it's so expensive. Yeah, it's so expensive. It's crazy. When you go on the website, and there's no prices on the menu. I'm there, like, yeah, yeah, it's nuts. You know, it's going to be. But then again, it's that's the whole thing about it, isn't it? That's yeah. how they appeal to it. But then I guess yeah. if you guys are out there and you're doing events. Then it's going to be more expensive for people to book you out there as well. Exactly, yeah. And obviously that well, price. You, you say that like, that sort of thing. We were we we were hoping you know budgets would be increased, but we still like had that pushback on loads of different quotes saying, "Guys, like we, we, people just expect things for free out there." Mm. Um, so that was quite frustrating. It's very different to the UK. Almost like the UK, we you know seems to be better right now. But because you did a Coachella out there as well, didn't you? The Coachella, yeah, through Soho House. So I'm a member of Soho House, and they did their own like Coachella event just outside the festival. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. It's called Desert House, and we did that, and it was so fun. Like, mm. and we actually went, and then I went to Coachella on the Sunday night last night. That's was, another thing I want to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, though, it's 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 got a big name about it, but like, if you strip back the corners of going to Coachella as a festival, it's personally my experience was not great at all. Like, well, that's what I've seen. People you can't say, drink like, in the main arena. It's what? very like quiet. The music's quiet. The crowd was not going. Like it was. I always see this UK the vibe, versus US crowds. The vibe like, was not not great, mate. And it was just dusty like you couldn't see i came back and i was literally like coughing out like thick black mud see that's the thing i always see it get compared to glastonbury and it's yeah. like i don't think you can compare oh no no 100 not i reckon people that go to glastonbury will be offended oh so you can put them in the same bracket yeah i've got a mate that went this year and he went to glastonbury as well and he was like he's he's like it's no competition yeah yeah he's like not 100%. not at all so for you is the international expansion like the really main focus right now yeah yeah 100 percent. so uk done for seven and a half years so it's 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 at a really good level now we've got three parlors about to be four um and then there's uh, some other parlors we're looking to open so we'll probably get to around five six parlors in the uk and we think we're happy with that and then the events business we're kind of known we're very well known now in the space like very well known for all the corporates all the big agencies so that's going really well so i kind of see uk as like doing really well now i've got an amazing team as well that i can kind of step back most of the time now and let them run the business and mm-hmm. they, they do do a better job than me and then my is that just the two dogs yeah exactly yeah, yeah. monty and Rayleigh, mate yeah poor officers <laughs> oh tilly comes in with me all the time it's great i love it she's not in today because i have five podcasts and I don't mate, they're unreal in. yeah they keep they keep everyone grounded um but yeah, my idea now is like focus on the international side, so America and UAE. Um, so I'm also looking at franchising as well. So like, cool. you know, that's how I want to grow with the retail side. I don't want to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Franchises, like people that have done it before, you know, 
likes of people that run McDonald's, Starbucks, etc. That's kind yeah, of who you want to give the brand to, and they can really explode it. And is that UK only? Is that uh, just abroad, or is that just in abroad? UK? No, UK. As I said we we can kind of manage everything in the UK. I guess if you wanted to do one, say if like the Oracle, you want to have one exactly there, we do it ourselves, and then obviously the margins are better. So. It would be international only. We've had so many franchise requests since we started. Um, we've kind of said no to them all mm. because you have to be so ready to do franchising. It's not something you could take lightly. You, yeah. you know, you're basically giving someone your brand to, you know, showcase. So you've got to be prepared. It's um, even like uh, attitude of the people making the ice creams, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that 100%. can have such a bad impact if if they've hired the wrong person. Mm, Say exactly. like sort of something the Oracle franchised it, and you had someone there that just didn't really care. That just yeah. wasn't that happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, one thing on that, though, I've learned... So that was my... Sorry, set the mic. That was my um, viewpoint when I started... When we started retail, we were like, we want these staff need to be perfect all the time. Yeah, we yeah. expected our staff to be like us. Um, yeah, of course. And then it over the years, happens. it's it's completely... Yeah. It's, a, it's impossible. It's just stupid even expecting it, mm. nearly expecting it. So you, you have to manage your expectations realistically. You know, they these it's young people mainly... You know, they're using it as a part-time job. They're not going to take it that seriously. No. So you've got to manage expectations. Like, obviously, they need to be at a decent level, but they're never going to be almost what, what I expected back then. And it, that used to tear us apart. Like, we would go in and we would never be happy. It was just so... It was almost depressing. Like, why are these people not caring like like we does like we do? Like, and owners, why aren't they? Why aren't yeah. they doing? Like, why aren't they high-fiving the customers? Like, interacting with them? And but over the years now, I, I've I've like I've stepped away from that expectation because it's so unhealthy um, mm. and it will also never be achieved I was like, almost expecting this perfect service and it, it would not happen yeah. we now have you know now it's much better it's like I'm you know I've managed my expectations the team are great um, and you know I go, I go and I'm much more happy when I go to the parlours now I don't I don't like panic yeah of course so I've been to White City and um Manchester, one. Manchester, yeah, 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 and everyone's always been quite happy there. That's good. And stuff like that. So yeah, I've always been yeah. there. Like that's fair enough. Cause it's a nice reflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you think of the brand, you think exactly, exactly, exactly. We're it's, we're, it's we're not we're an ice cream thing. brand, and we we're pink, we're pink and blue, like like your top mate. Do you know what I did actually wear? There it okay, <laughs> I, I was I was thinking, like, what am I going to wear today? And I saw this one like, hanging mate. up, and I was like, I know for a fact there's pink and their yes. logo. I was like, do you know what? Yes, mate, that's literally the pink of our logo as well. We yeah. got because I rebrand. It used to be like a pale pink. Now it's like a bright pink like that. Mm. So I appreciate that, mate. This this got dropped when I was at Regatta. Yeah, oh, and really? I had to set alarms on my phone. And you know what the service is like at Mickey's? It's, it's nothing. So and I had like five people's phones all lined up trying to get it and everything like that. And I think one of the phones I got through and I was like, thank God for that. And I texted my mates and he was like, no, I missed it. And I was like, I was absolutely battered. And I was like, how did I do this? I paid someone a tenner to let me use their phone to line it up because they said their internet was better. You're an avid fan, mate. I am. I was, I was, I was like, I need this one. I was like, the colour. I was like, That's yeah, hundred percent. But no, I, I was like, yeah, I know it's on the logo. I was like, I'll, <laughs> I'll throw it on just, just for that. But no, I, I do think that's the thing. It's, it represents quite a lot of happy things. Mm. I don't think ice cream can't be too negative. But also, how you portray yourself on social media, the TikTok, yeah. everything like that's when you go to the part there is that expectation of, oh, it's like a joy, happy brand. Yeah, and we've I got, we've got values. I think that's so important with nowadays trying to build a brand. It's all about your values, like. I'm really ensuring you follow them. Yeah. So our values are, you know, be kind, smile more and be yourself. And then we've kind of had that from the start and we try, you know, not too forcefully. We just try to portray that. Yeah. I try have that, you know, in the office, I'm a bit of a clown. Um, you know, my staff say like yeah, every yeah. day I start doing handstands and weird shit the like David that. David so, stuff. Um, yeah. Like we're, we're, we're just, we're just lighthearted. We're all fu- like, I, but the culture is important as well. So the culture is hardworking, determined targets, like 
build we want to i want to build a brand that's internationally known mm. um but then on the other side you know guys we need to have fun and that will rub off into the customer as well um, yeah that's that's so key like having that culture and those values within your business is, is so key um and it's it's taken a long time to get right like yeah. one of my biggest issues i find is is learning how to manage people so i really struggle it's so with difficult, stuff. It's, it? so, it's so difficult so it's learning about how to like being friendly with your staff but also you know learning where the line is and like it's 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 so te- it's so complicated because humans are complex people and the, everyone's so different as soon as you cross the line once as well and like the friendship sort of works yeah, yeah, yeah. as well then then it's then it's okay for everyone else and then you start exactly oh, you've got favorites yeah. and we've had i've had that before so, oh you've got favorites mm. so i was like no this person just did really well and i said <laughs> well done and you, and yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a tricky thing to do so that's yeah that's one thing that that's one of the hardest things i've you know i've tried to battle um i'm finally getting there now not there but finally getting there um you know managing the team and also like delegating like actually delegating i used to think i delegated and i I realized now that you know we were not delegating we were micromanaging completely like always telling people off even though we always said like we want you to make mistakes like we make mistakes and learn from mistakes but then on the same side you're like shouting at people, like having a go at them for making mistakes. And now I've really tried to encompass that. And I think I'm doing quite well with it. Um, and it's also just way more enjoyable, like mm. for us personally, like to not caring about all these little mistakes that happen and like just be more relaxed and like, let like not like, not like reacting to things straight away. That's yeah. something really key. It made me just enjoy Panelize so much more recently. Mm. The, the, the managing stuff, I think it's quite difficult where you've probably got quite similar to me. Everyone's quite a similar age. Yeah. There's a, there's a little age gap, maybe especially last sort of couple of years back for you as well. Yeah, yeah. And you're there like, right, I've got to draw the line of you, trying to build a good relationship, mm. but also still have that authority where you don't think that you can just do what you want and get away with it because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a good lad. That kind exactly. of... Exactly. I mean, when thing. I started, maybe remember I was... Um, how old was I? I was like 20. Yeah, so Same age as me, yeah. So like back then, we were employing people that were our mates um, yeah. for the first few years, Jake, actually. Like, yeah. yeah, literally, it was, all our, it was all mates, and if not our mates, it was people older than us or like the same age as us, and we were like very immature, so like it was really hard to keep those boundaries um, mm. at all. Like it was a bit of a nightmare, really. Now it's become a lot better. Like I think I've just matured a bit maybe um and just like so yeah i think naturally i've just understood how to manage people better yeah um, but my, it will come like don't put too much pressure on yourself like it's it takes so long i think that's the thing with it isn't it, it you can only improve by learning how to do it i think the one mm. that i struggled the most was managing someone that was double my age at the time yeah that's an yeah. interest that is an interesting one that went terribly wrong yeah, yeah it's yeah. just that's just a strange concept i remember when we were in bristol mm. we literally when we literally started we hired a manager for our truck we had a truck there yeah and you know the guy, the guy was way you know, like way older than us, like yeah, double our age. Um, and it was just such a strange concept, like, and we yeah, we didn't have a clue, and he knew we didn't have a clue, so he was kind of manipulating us a bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's all just learning curves, mate. It's it's good though. You yeah. need to go through these stages in life and to learn. Mm, that's the whole thing about the whole young entrepreneur thing everyone always says about it it's just like oh do you not find it really difficult and it's like yeah but you're going to have those issues yeah. whenever you do it so if you set a business up when you're 40 you're still going to have those issues then yeah yeah because you're, you're exactly. managing people half your age yeah so it's always sort of going to happen but yeah. it is it's a challenge it's interesting mm-hmm. do you think looking back at sort of 2015 Henry would ever believe that this was all possible um I mean, back then, I was extremely naive, um, extremely naive. So I probably, 
you know, I was thinking probably by now, well, we'd be the new Bell and Jerry's or, you know, like, and then you go through that stage, you're extremely naive, and then you go and get like absolutely crippled. So then your confidence (laughs) goes down and you're like thinking, oh, I don't, this business isn't going to survive that next, till next week. Um, But I'm, I'm really happy with where it is now. Mm. Um, Like it's, you know, we've had COVID, we've had all these chat, like challenges, unbelievable challenges, like my co-founder was like the business with, he left. um, So then, and then I had COVID. So that was like the lowest part of the business, but like, and then we had no staff. So after COVID, I had no staff and I've built it back up to where it is now. I've got an amazing team. So I'm really like happy with where the business is. Um, and, you know, I, I think I never really, that question, you know, you never really look back and like think, oh, how well have I actually done? Like, I'm, you know, I appreciate it. I'm really happy with where it, and I'm enjoying it, which is the main thing at the moment, um, more than the financial side of it. Like, I'm actually, I actually love it. Like, yeah, I generally wake up, just like loving it. You can it. tell that as well when you speak to you yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, I just love it. I don't like care about the money. Um, mm. I really don't like. I don't really take a salary. Um, I just I don't really like taking money at the business. I just want to. I want to grow. I want to do cool things. Like yeah, I love yeah. the traveling side of it. Like you know, going to cool places. Um, that's the main thing for me now. Is about enjoying it and enjoying the journey. But I am still focused on growing it as well. Um, but I'm not so obsessed with setting these targets in my head. And mm. like because I know that's like just makes you unhappy. Of do you think not being naive at the start is a massive strength yeah yeah, yeah. Mate, of yeah. course God. i think we maybe touched on that in the first one um i yeah. think it's the best thing in the world because you think nothing can be if i started right now obviously i would not grow i would say no to everything and yeah. i probably would I'd be so scared because like you just know like, i was so naive but then i said yes to everything and it made us learn way like 10 times quicker yeah because you say no you say yes to things like right now i would never say yes to um mm. so yeah like 100 percent. you need just except you're going to be naive and also people that want to start, they always wait for that perfect opportunity to start. You know, they've got these ideas that they talk about, but yeah. they never actually start. And like, they like just, I always say people like just start, like make mistakes. Like you're never too early. Just go for it. Mm. Um, don't wait till your logo's done. Don't wait for your name to like, don't worry about that. Like I literally was panonized. I was in Thailand. I knew a company in America that performed in Thailand called um, Ice Pan. Mm. And I flipped the words around and said pan, ice, and then put it in the middle. And then we thought of a flying pig. And then, yeah, like we just we just, just made our logo around. name so quickly. We didn't even think about it that much. Again, being naive though. Um, we had, I mean, I was doing mechanical engineering, so I had not a clue about business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely it's a, it's a strong point. I think I was naive even during the start of COVID. And mm. I think that was my biggest strength in COVID because a lot of people just like, they just stopped. And I was okay. like, oh, we're stopping. I was like, let's just yeah. let's keep going. And we managed to grow in COVID in recruitment. Like, that wasn't really. Yeah, I mean, well, you can of. just pivot. I mean, obviously, as my, my company, for example, didn't do well. Well, physical companies won't do well, but there's other companies that will do amazingly. Yeah, we um, did video interviews. That's what we switched to. So we switched to video interviews. We did it ju- about three months before COVID. Yeah. Okay. So then so when it came, like marketing agencies prepared. that were busy or certain certain industries like healthcare, we then just switched it all to that. So it's anyone unreal. could interview anywhere they wanted. It's and good. then there's a few people now that are setting up similar companies. And mm. they're, like, they're like, oh, it's so easy. I'm like, yeah, but you just missed COVID. Yeah. And now you're like at a point where the industry's booming. Yeah, set yeah. Up and everything like that. It's like, just ride the wave while you yeah, can, trust yeah. me. Because if something like that happens again, yeah, that's when it's going to be. Exactly. But it was fun. It's like a fun challenge. I yeah, thought. that's good. And that's that's obviously your mentality. That's And that's similar to me. Like, I, didn't, I never give up. I never lost... It was hard, but I didn't lose hope. I always know that I'd get through it. And I think that's one of the biggest things that's got me through to where I am today is like, I yeah. always know deep down I can get through this. Mm. Um, like I've been the lowest of lows um, where I think a lot of people would probably call it a day. Yeah. I've like literally dug deep and I'm, you know, like, 
I can get through this and things do get better mm. like just don't panic and just let things happen and they do they do eventually get better yeah. and that's what I've today even today like whenever I come with a challenge I know just rest on it tomorrow's a new day and everything will get better mm. is that how you manage the lows yeah I think so yeah yeah just that self-trust I built that self-trust up and me just knowing that I can do this mm. um and, you know, when people mock you as well or, like, say yeah. negative things, you just, you know, you learn to ignore them. And, you know, it's been taking taking a while, but, yeah, that's how I manage it now. I think that's one of the biggest skills skills you need to have is being able to manage the lows, but also manage the highs as well because if you get yeah, caught yeah, on the yeah. high too much, then you come yeah, down. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah. Honestly, like, you used to do all the time. You used to get so carried away with, like, oh, we said the most, like, yeah, like, like things that don't actually matter that sound cool to your friends or your family and you can boast about, but they don't actually matter. So that's really important. Just, like, try, keep level. Mm. Like, just, like, go along. Don't, like, none of that. Yeah, because so you've had some quite fast growth. What bit of advice would you give to someone that's going through a fast growth period or about to start? What would you say is your advice for it? Yeah, I said, you know, keep your head on your shoulders. Um, don't get carried away. You know, actions speak louder than words. Um so yeah I think that's a really important it's a quality that I look at people like you know people that start bragging about the you know go out for drinks with people and they start, start don't start talking about these I hate things. it's like okay it's it's not and it's normally the opposite of yeah they're, they're basically trying to give themselves this sense, fake sense of like reality to make them feel good about something but like the real people that are doing well are the people that are a bit more reserved normally mm. um, but yeah anyway like people that are going for, yeah just keep your head on your shoulders um don't, yeah realize yeah i don't know it's it's a tough one there's like yeah i think keeping your head and your shoulders is the main one i would say like just stay level-headed mm. mine's always think before you speak especially at the start like there's a few people that i know that have just set businesses up yeah like, like they're talking a lot online about how amazing they're doing and stuff like that and i'm just like yeah just be a little bit careful because yeah, if, if it you, goes something goes wrong yeah yeah you go, and then, then you've you got more to, get, to lose then. Well, you say if you say if something goes wrong you have to go get a new job and you've got to walk in and go to that interview and yeah. they just go well hang on on linkedin or on instagram you've been saying that you're you're doing this you're doing that but you're now here in front of us i'm a, a multi-millionaire now you're coming for a <laughs> yeah you had, you had lambos on there you're yeah. trying to be like andrew tate acting like that where's your lambo outside yeah oh, <laughs> just 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 there parked around the corner got the bus in or something like that. but like you just try keep your head over like my thing about it was was reading listening yeah. to a lot of audiobooks and reading quite a lot that actually helped me sort of learn those skills as well and realize yeah. about it like ego is the enemy was quite a big one for that and the whole subtle about not giving a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've not watched that, but I've not read that, but I've heard of good things. Basically, my mates live in like Hull and Manchester and places like that. So what I'll do is before I do one of the drives, I'll just borrow on the books on my phone, put it on the way there and the way so back. So good. Smash that Yeah, out. yeah. I need to start doing that. Audio books, yeah. See, I set myself a challenge of listening to 52 books in, in this year. Oh. I have failed it massively. Oh, wait, I was <laughs> going to say, hold on, 52? Yeah, book a week. I think I've done the... Okay, yeah, so far. Yeah, no, I I think I've done... And, so I did and, they're, and they're always in holiday periods as well, like when I'm not doing anything. Nah, do you know what? I, so I just got back from holiday. You can't tell, I just don't tan. But um, I would burn. I always take a book me away and yeah. I've never, ever once read a page of it. Yeah. I just don't do it. It's, I I, it's I'm there like, oh yeah, I'm going to do it. But I'm, I, so I did 75 hard. Okay. So have you heard of that? Is that the exercise thing you did? 75 yeah, I, days I was, straight. I was watching you on your stories do that. Yeah, so 75 days straight. You have to work out inside and outside, 45 minutes a day. Okay. Read 10 pages. So that's where the reading thing started. So okay. I read Shoe Dog was one of the books. Yeah, that. good, good. That was class. 
So I'm going to do that again. There's yeah. a group of us that are all doing it. So I know that stuff's going to start again. And we're, we're hiring three people starting soon. Okay. So I'm doing it the first day of that starts. Yeah, the academy okay. doing. So I'm there like, right, my mindset and like mentality for it is going to be so strict, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. for that period. Yeah. Where we're 100% headcount increase on just consultants. I'm thinking, right, if I'm like so strict to myself, like yeah. mentally and physically for that period, it should all work. Yeah. Then it's just going to burn out. Like, Book, books are good. I think when I started business, everyone, you know, I read books, read books, read books. And you do read books. And then one thing I've learned is like, read them, but don't like take everything from them as completely li- like perfect advice. Mm-hmm. It never, it really isn't. Like that person has just had a different experience to you. And they're talking about oh, their yeah, experience. Massively. And that's one thing I found quite key. Like people say, oh, like if you want to be successful, read books, it's absolutely bollocks. Oh yeah, but someone gives you like seven books you have to read oh, to yeah, be it's successful. All bollocks. Like, like oh. this whole like hype culture about like, oh, getting up early, like just, just uh, people need to relax with all of that. I um, do get up early. Uh, now, I, mean, I get up early, but yeah, it's not because yeah. I'm successful. It's like, I get up early because I like to go into the gym early. And, yeah, like, that's my thing. I have a routine, but it doesn't like, it's, it's all funny. Like, yeah, like there's nothing that beats kind of like hard work, determination and like just commitment and loving what you do. That's yeah. the main thing. What's the biggest like, entrepreneurial advice that you disagree with the most? Like, you know, the typical like, hustle porn stuff you always see. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. What's like the really like cliche one that you disagree with the most? Obviously not waking up early. Um, God, it's a lot of stuff on LinkedIn I've seen recently, really. There's a lot of stuff around like people that are in certain industries like to put out on LinkedIn. Um that obviously fishing for likes from the general public or, yeah. or the people say, right, so I'm an employer. This, this Say this other person is an employer, but in a different area. They will be putting out these posts about how people should be managed at start, or like businesses, you know, or treating it like, treat them very well, which we do, but like go the extra mile and stuff, all this stuff. And I just think it's completely like just to get these likes and it really frustrates me as like- The you company this, benefits thing. Yeah, the yeah. benefits, but like all these things about like, like basically trying to put put the blame on yourself if someone's not performing like it's your fault not their fault like almost trying to always look out for the employee and they're not the employer and that just kind of annoys me it's like mm. you know sometimes the employee does do wrong um mm. so that that stuff i find quite annoying like um but that's the thing that's why they're posting it because you're the fr- people yeah. you're frustrating is the small group of people that are business exactly owners. They, they're, they're doing it for the the, the larger pop the larger minority of the group you know the more yeah. people are going to like that post if you do it towards the employee the employees um if you side with them so that stuff really not, i see straight through it as well mm. um but yeah there's there's a lot of that i think on the moment on oh, on so instagram much. oh no sorry uh, linkedin linkedin there's a lot of people Come, it's becoming Instagram mate well, so, uh, uh, <laughs> we, need, we need a new one that's more like yeah I'm to think. towards like entrepreneurs and business Do you know what? I hate Twitter yeah Twitter I yeah Twitter. I go on Twitter to like like if there's something happened like in the news like big news I quickly go on there and it's yeah, kind of like unfiltered football transfers okay yeah yeah, like yeah. Reading, reading rumours yeah. stuff like that or drove into work this morning you know the petrol station Emma Green yeah 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 I obviously pulled over I don't get my phone whilst driving before anyone says anything yeah um, of course there was like a Range Rover that had been shot at. And shot a car, at? Yeah, and a car the other side. Wait, did you see it? I didn't see the shooting, but then I was like, oh, n- someone on Twitter must have. Because it had um, a shot in the windscreen on the back window and the other side. When was this? This morning. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, is that why the traffic's bad in Caversham? Uh, one of the reasons. Emmergreen it is. It's bottom of Caversham, there's traffic lights, but okay. all the buses are diverted and everything like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. my word. Yeah, it was, it was, apparently they tried to... Um, Smash into the Tesco, some Robert. Oh my 
God. Yeah, the night of 3 a.m. <laughs> in Emma Green. God, if anyone knows about Emma Green as well, it's like a little village. Yeah, no, it's... it's, oh, it's it could be, actually, it's quite dodgy there. I remember, yeah, back the, in the day. The boy as well, the young boy that got stabbed there. Yeah, oh, in the field. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, by that, yeah, God. Yeah, so it's all, it's all happened there. But um, then I got in this morning and I said to George, who's one of the lads in, in the office... And he was like, oh, yeah, that's how my mate's house. Let me find out what happened. And then he was like, yeah, at 3 a.m. Then just got the whole story of it. <laughs> I was like, I don't need Twitter. I was like, I can ask one of them lot. But it's, I find it quite negative. So I, I stay clear of that one. But LinkedIn is becoming slowly that. And it's yeah. quite disappointing. We spoke at an event for LinkedIn. Yeah. And I was speaking to people there. And they're really trying to like change the whole thing of LinkedIn. And like the mm. young influencers, they are pushing them. Which I do agree with a lot of what they say, but then there's because one of them's actually come on. Mm. That's quite big on it, so I can't okay. really disagree with her too much. Okay. But there are certain things that people are pushing out, and I'm thinking you're not really in a position to be talking about that. Yeah, they're just doing it to fish for likes. I think a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, it's not real. Like it's it's just frustrating. Also, there's a lot of these people. I won't mention any names. Who are like trying to, to be the best of everything. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Probably know what I'm talking about, but like just non-stop. Like just relax. One minute they're saying to be happy you've got to appreciate where you are and just slow down not always you know more 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 more. And the next minute they're they're doing trying to be the professional at every single different part of life it's, and it's just oh, it's give a fun, it a rest it's a funny place isn't it but I, like we we post on LinkedIn and I oh, well, I actually so I actually don't post I've got somebody who runs my account oh don't blame me but as as me like yeah yeah it, I just I, it's just not me like and I know it's important it's important for business sometimes I post mm. or sometimes it'll be like me feeding off to someone else saying like, can you like talk about this but I personally I just don't I don't enjoy that I don't like you know I like being more subtle but I understand that it's also yeah. really important for business that's why I do get someone else to do it for me so if, if I wasn't in recruitment I don't think I'd be that bothered by it Mm. So all our, all our stuff's on there. So we post yeah, true. a, you a need lot, to. a lot on there. And like, I'll get, when I, if I go out, people are like, oh, your stuff shit. Oh, your, your stuff cringes me out. We had one recruitment agency that was just bitching about us. Yeah, <laughs> And I know someone that worked there. And they just told me it all. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah, like, you, you can think what you want about it. Then we had three new clients come on from it. There we go. And our fees are like, a good fees for them. So I'm there like, you can laugh about the content all you want. But yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, it's just... Like, I mean, LinkedIn like, is powerful. We did a event in... Um, we had, we've done loads of events through LinkedIn but one in Abu Dhabi we did that through LinkedIn where we did a world record that all came from I think someone saw my page and messaged me yeah. so it is super powerful but on the flip side I just don't personally enjoy it that much like you have to be quite fake I remember it. I put the pressure on myself eventually uh, Few, when I first started on LinkedIn like of doing it myself and like you know you watch all these amazing people like Stephen Bartlett and these people that are so good at posting and they get so many likes so you put this pressure on yourself to try to perform to that and I just it wasn't me. I was like doing these yeah. f- fake posts that I'm personally. I do I'm, remember when you were doing some of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm extremely like I'm a bit dyslexic, so like I'm. I also don't like writing long sentences. My emails are so Grammarly. short. Like, Grammarly. yeah, mate, yeah. that's a godsend. But I, so I was just like, I just was forcing myself to write these like amazing sentences and stuff like that. So like, I don't care about this. Like, mm. I'm just, I'm not. This doesn't add value to me. So, well, that's that's why like, I I won't really write long posts anymore. Like, we'll we'll come in we'll come in the studio yeah. and we'll just talk utter rubbish in front of the cameras <laughs> about recruitment, and it does well. And I'm there like, and then we get a lot of companies that say, oh, like, we really like your personality. And I'm thinking, I don't have to write a long, long post now <laughs> and try to like really like like wise and stuff like that. I can just laugh at someone slagging off recruiters <laughs> on Twitter, and it's like it's so. You ideal. Start one called recruitment wars. 
Wow, do you know what? There's this one. Just start name dropping them. Wow, there's this one. This is one guy that hates recruitment so badly, and we always bring him up in the videos because he did like one tweet saying like work hard, party harder, or something like that. And we're going to keep keep mentioning him and then reach out to him to try and get him to come on. Who is it? His name's Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. That's, that's all I know. But I know his Twitter handle is written <laughs> down somewhere. Oh, such like yeah, so an ironic name, isn't it? And him, it like George has got this thing about Jeff that he has to bring him up in everything he does. So like, every single video, he'll be like, well. Jeff, and then he'll like quote Jeff on something, and eventually I'm going to reach out to this Jeff guy and try to get him like yes. Jeff versus George. <laughs> we need to do a couple build up the more. Hype. Yeah, we yeah, need to do a couple more. But it's, it's in the comments, people always mention it now. They're like shock, Jeff's been mentioned. George's got a thing for Jeff and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's going to happen. But he's like some CEO in America. Oh, okay. So he's not even like some random person. That's I don't mad. know what business it is. I haven't really looked into him. I don't want to click on his LinkedIn just yet. And then he <laughs> yeah, sees yeah. all the shit about him that we say. <laughs> Until like, like we build enough case for it saying like, do you want to jump on a Zoom call with 100%. George? 100%. That's so funny. And then it'll be like, it could be a good little bit of banter for the people that actually have watched it. Yeah, yeah. Build up to it. But he could just be like, fuck off. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm doing it. like he, could, he could just be like, absolutely not. He just hates not. recruiters, mate. Well, he, he does. And I do get it. Because sometimes like, you must get reached out by loads of recruiters. Well, yeah, God, all the time. LinkedIn. I mean, I don't, I don't connect to them now. You can tell who's a recruiter very quickly. But yeah, sometimes they call me up and not, I keep getting emails. I don't even know how people get my email. I can show you that. Yeah, through, through LinkedIn, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, there's there's, a there's few, ways you can get it. There's a few t- Constantly few getting tools, like, links. Yeah. yeah. I personally haven't really used recruiters. We've I've just used LinkedIn. Um, done it myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's... They always, they always call up. I can't be too harsh on them though because I've got now a sales guy who's an ex-recruiter and he's amazing. So. Do you know what it I is? I hear it from his side as well. Like yeah. it's, it's a hard graft There's to be some people that absolutely give like the people that are on the phone and I'm there like, if someone spoke to your sales team like that, what would you do? Exactly. You'd, you'd be pissed off, right? Yeah. Like if, like exactly. That's why when that's... I get sales calls, I'm always like, yeah, right, I'm, I'm not there, I'm not there, whatever. I'll, I'll, like, oh, no, I'll be yeah. nice to them because I remember someone shouting on the phone at Sadie once yeah. and I'm thinking... Who are you? Like yeah, taking the phone yeah, yeah. and like, hang on. No, I'm polite with them. I'll just say like, look, I know you're, you know, you're a salesperson. You need to, you know, you've only got a few hours in a day. Look, I'm not going to waste your time. I, I don't even bother trying it with yeah. me. Um, but yeah, good luck. And yeah, that's cool. And I, you know, keep it short. There's no, there's no point wasting people's time at all. Yeah. So I'm some very them, blunt. Some of them have call times they have to hit. Yeah. So they'll just call numbers. Really? And just, have a like, they'll call fax machines was the old thing people used to do they'd call fax machines they'd be on the phone for like half an hour and <laughs> oh that's so funny maybe I'll waste more of their time then yeah like it's yeah. just like they're like oh I've got half an hour to hit it's Friday at 4.30 oh, really? and then they call a fax machine or like you can call you can call numbers that'll just tell you the time okay there's like little numbers like that just and then it running yeah they're just like literally just sat there just like having a conversation <laughs> to themselves it's quite smart but that's why we have like KPIs around stuff like that because okay yeah. It's just so stupid to do mm. to do things like that. But there's something I'm quite interested about. So obviously the whole point of the podcast is to find out what your spike is. So you're the first guest that's come on second season. That was mm. in the first season. You're the first person invited back on. Really? Yeah, yeah. Shit, mate. Honour. Yeah, Honor. I know. God, there we mate. Go. Thank you so much. Flirting already. But, um Yeah, so Lewis is going back on it later date. Okay. And I was like, but you're okay. the first one we reached back out to. And I was like, right. Hey. Enjoyed our chat quite a so lot. So Tom, like, Tom, Tom wasn't on the first one? No, Tom wasn't on the first hey, season. He was the wow. first one, second. It took I four guess. months to book something. Wow. That's how long it's... And we wanted to launch with him and someone else, but the other person fell through, okay. which is the name I mentioned to you earlier that we okay. might be flying out to yeah, do. Okay, that was okay. supposed to be the plan. Oh, wow. Yeah, which... God. We'll see. So I spike. Yeah, so I know what it was mm. about 14 months ago, 15 months ago. Was, I've that, got, a, was that how long ago it was? Yeah, I oh, think it was wow. in April, March. 
God. So it was it was a while back. So I've I've got your spike here, mm. but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Oh right, because I might say the same one. You might say the same one. Oh, you might have changed. <laughs> what is what is a spike again? So your spike is your unique selling point. So your unique thing that's helped you stand out in like your market or in your role. It's like a unique skill that you have. Yeah, I think I know what my first one was. Um. You might have to you might have to cut this bit out because I might have to take like five minutes. To- no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not telling you your one until you, until you said the other oh, one. Let me think. Yeah, no. Did my last one, I was like not taking what everyone says so literally. Was that it? No. Oh, okay, good. No, it wasn't that. Wait, no. That could be it. That could be it then. It started by saying it's taken six years to develop, but oh, people management skills. Nope. That's that's my spike then this time. Spike's this time, people management skill. Actually, no. No, 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 it's not. My spike this time is the fact that I've learned to kind of enjoy the process more. Mm. Uh, I think I touched on this earlier, um, which is so important. You hear it all the time, like, enjoy the moment you're in. Like, don't always, you know, say to yourself, like, I want to get a Range Rover, then, you know, what's the next thing? So I've learned now to, like, enjoy the journey way more. Like, I'm loving just where Pananice is now, like just, it, it couldn't get much better for me mentally. Mm. So that's what I've been really working on recently. And I, yeah, that's, that's my spike at the moment. Just find something you're like so obsessive and you'd wake up for. Um, and it does it honestly does not feel like work. Like I love yeah. it. Like the traveling side of it. And that's what, that's why I want to focus more on international expansion. Cause I love traveling. So that's, that's my spike at the moment. Mm. I always say to the team, trust the process. I say yeah, every yeah, single yeah, yeah. day. Well, yeah, exactly. Jack said he's going to get tattooed. One of the guys, he's like, yeah. tattooed, trust the process. I was like, please don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a bit corny that trust the process. That well, corporate bullshit. He, he, yeah, like he, he's only saying that 16. because I just got back from Greece and my mate got HM staffing and the spike pod tattooed on his ass. No, yeah, that's we, commitment. It is. But I've got Panalice tattooed on me. Yeah, I mean, I don't have HM or the spike on me. He's Mate. got it on him. You just get it on you. I know. On your forehead. Do you know what I said to him? In colour. He, he did it. And the next day, I pretended to have a fake phone call from the <laughs> team. And I was like, oh, mate, I'm so annoyed that we're going to have to rebrand. Oh, like, and so I say, well, mate, I've stuff. got the old one on me. And I, we've just rebranded. Oh. So I might have to, like, it's on my hip. I might have to cross it out and put, um, we got, me and my missus are going back to Thailand. So I got it in Thailand, like, the year after I found the business out there. So I might go back. We're going back in Christmas. I might get it crossed out and put a new one next to it. Well, you could just put the date until then. Like exactly. a timeline yeah, 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 yeah. of how it... Have them going around me like a belt. Yeah, perfect. But yeah, he, he got it done. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's really annoying that we've had that thing come through that we have to change it because H- H&M are kicking off at us. We're going to have to drop the HM. And he was like, what? I was like, that's mad. That's like, commitment, mate, I was like, though. Mate, I'll, I'll speak to you later about it, like, and stuff like that. Oh yeah, fair play to him. God, I don't yeah. think my staff would ever do that. No, like he's he's literally just my mate as well. Like he was just Unbelievable. like, he was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna get it done. And I was just like, <laughs> he's like, so you have to pay for it. It's thirty euros. I was like, of course, of course. Here we go. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hundred percent. But your your spike last year was that it's taken you six years to develop to develop, but it's the ability to look at failures, and mistakes in a different light. Uh, okay, which you actually touched on a little bit. Yeah, a little that bit is, earlier. Well, yeah, and also that ties probably quite into the fact of my my spike now. Oh yeah, it's quite similar. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is quite similar, very similar. Um, but yeah, okay, interesting. It's, it's a weird little reflection, that isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have actually got that. I thought it was managing people or something. But I, I had to quote it. I had to listen to it earlier because I forgot as well. And I was like, <laughs> right, what actually would it be? What was it? And then I was like, right, let me quote it. There you go. And everything like that. But obviously, we spoke a bit about the future and everything like that. What for you is like the main goal for the next next two years? Um, main goal is um, 
franchise I want to be in, you know, have multiple stores within US market and the UAE market. Um, Personally, be living in one of the two countries, back and forth, like, and proper homes there. Yeah. Um, And then continue to just build out an amazing team like that's that's the main thing really like i I'm, mm. i don't envisage on doing this myself i envision what well, i'm gonna as i start the process of things pass like create yeah. and then i pass it on if i get too involved in anything in one particular thing it causes me massive amounts of stress i i, I muck up I, I muck it up like I, I just create loads of friction with the rest of the team about it so i need to i need to get things started and then I pass it on or if it's if the, if there's someone to pass it on to, I basically hire in for that role. Yeah, um, and that's what I've become really good at. It keeps me way more happier. It keeps me way more working on my business or in my business, and it keeps the people happier. Like I completely pass it over. I'm, I'm still there to support, but yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, that's the thing now. So yeah, in, international expansion, um, mm-hmm. both with events and retail, and the DIY business continues to just churn out newer models and you know, build build that 360 approach to the business. That's mm-hmm. really important for me. Just hire them in, just not for recruiters though. Yeah, just not, just not recruiters. Special HM. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've never even messaged you about it. I was always like, there's, there's people that I know, and I'm there like, do you know what? If they ever actually needed help with it, they'd come. To, they'd, they'd ask. Yeah, it's always yeah. one of those ones where it's just like, I used to pester my dad. Yeah, because he's at a warehouse and they have admin had an admin person. I saw the advert up, and I was at um the last company and I was pestering him, and he just was just like, mate, piss off. Like, yeah, like, we just never needed it. Like we've got. A cool there's some brand, companies that don't. So. Like uh, Chelsea, we're looking for a social media person. It's, it's a, like a prime example. Like yeah. they just don't, won't need it. Where you've got yeah. such a strong brand, and yeah. everyone, everyone exactly. thinks, oh, that's such a cool place. And, like to work. socials, huge. We can just put it out on socials. Like, yeah. And like some some roles are much harder. Yeah, of course. Marketing roles, social media roles for us are way easier. Like yeah. we've got so many people that apply to them. Well, that's what I was speaking to George. Um, so it's the episode before this so he like Foot Asylum Young Philly Chunks like they do all mm. their stuff Chelsea um, Locker Room and he said like they put an advert up about 3,000 applicants for like people oh, like editors because then you'd be editing Young Philly Chunks yeah, people yeah. that's content he was like it's, it's unreal like I, when I was wow. speaking at an event with him I had like five or six messages saying oh can you mention to George that I did this 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 and I applied for that and I'm thinking no yeah, like I, I I mentioned it to him. And he was like, mate. He was like, he remembered every single person of their names, and he said, oh no, they were rejected because of X, Y, Z, and wow, he could remember it all. And I was like, fair, I couldn't do that. Yeah, mate. We for my marketing, he had a marketing role out of COVID. We had, I think, I had over a thousand, one thousand two hundred people apply for that role just off LinkedIn, literally just off LinkedIn. Yeah, if you'd have put that on, because it was just because just... it was just out of COVID. So like all those, you know, top shop, all the big brands kind of closed. So I had the most amazing roster of people that applied to this role. Um, it's a big shout out to Lucy as well. It's just amazing. Like she, she got the role out of yeah. all those people. Um, but yeah, he's mental to look. Hiring, at. hiring is so key on like the timing of it. Like, like back then it was. So, it's really hard now to find the same amount of people. Like the oh, caliber yeah, you, of people. Yeah, you don't. We like put an advert up now when you get two free applicants. You put an advert yeah. up and you get two three hundred applicants. It's it's completely, mm. it's completely changed. But also hiring is the most difficult. One of the most difficult things as well because you get it wrong one person. Yeah. You, employ someone that's like an arsehole for example yeah, yeah, yeah. well it's why Even recruiters do well because it's the most important part of the business to people yeah people that's why we've got number we, one our refund rebate period is, is three months for a reason if someone doesn't work out or you think yeah. you get them in they're actually a bad egg get them gone and we'll find you someone else you've yeah. got to have a guarantee there yeah yeah, yeah exactly so it's there but the, the last question we always ask people a bit more of a fun one don't yeah, worry yeah, yeah. Don't think about it too much um dinner guests three people dead or alive who are you picking I got, I got in trouble for one of mine once, so I can't say it again. I'll tell you off camera. Elon Musk. Yeah, fair. Is he buying Man United or is that a joke? 
I haven't even heard that. He tweeted it. Yeah, it probably is then. It's pocket change for him. Yeah, it's so minor. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if he's joking or not, but... Elon Musk, Justin Bieber. Oh, Biebs is in mine as well. What a hero. Ooh, who else? I love the I love the Bieber one, the stories. Yeah. The stories would be unreal. Um, James Stewart, he's like a motocross rider. Ex, ex, oh, I love motocross. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. He's awesome. Yeah, those three. See, Bieber's quite a popular one. Bieber's just awesome, mate. Yeah, like, it's just it's a, mar- it's a Marmite he's, one, though. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I actually respect him so much. He's just incredible. I think the story as well, like, you'd get some unreal stories from him. Yeah, mate. Like, I, I say him all the time, so he's always in Imagine mind. befriending Bieber. Well, you're laughing, aren't you? Like, you just <laughs> got a sick life. Um, George Heaton's always in mind, the guy, one of the guys that owns Represent. Yeah, yeah. And then the other, one, the other one switches between people. But I just think, like, sat down with them, it'd just yeah. be... Yeah, mate, it's Mental. incredible. But you say Bieber, some people are like, oh, God, I can't stand him. And some people, they're like, oh, yeah, that's quite a good one, actually. If yeah, you think yeah, he was, yeah. he found his fame when he was so young yeah, and, yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. But yeah, he's um, he's a strong shout. I'll yeah. tell you mine off camera, which one. <laughs> I said it in my mum. My mum shouted at me so much. For it. And it was on a podcast as well. So it's, it's out there as well. I know. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. But no, thanks for coming on. No, really, thank really you, enjoyed mate. it. Appreciate it was that. nice. It was nice catching up as well. Appreciate it, man.